Hello and welcome to the Button Up Box podcast. I'm Lauren. And I'm Harry. And we're here recording this episode in the pod at White City Place, as usual. Most important piece of news, this is breaking news, actually. There is a dog in the pod called Bob. Bob is in the pod. He's a dog. Can you say hi, Bob? Hi! Yeah. (laughs) He's, oh, I love him so much. Okay, so we should explain. Our um, sound engineer, Claire has recently uh, acquired Bob, which is super exciting, and he is a little fluffy co- uh, poodle Bichon Frise cross, yeah, and um, nice. he's like a beige colour, he's all curly, he's very small, um, and he's just chilling out in the corner, he is crashed out just listening to us chat, and he's having a lovely time, so we're so happy, It just it's so fitting that on our podcast there is a dog in the corner, Harry, what do you think? I'm quite jealous, he's having a great time. Over there, it's just just relaxing. So uh, yeah, no, great to great to have Bob in here. Always great to have dogs around. But yeah, we're on our doggy podcast, podcast, which I'm starting to think that that's where we're going with it. Yeah, no, it's great to it's great to have him in here. Uh, and actually, he's a very 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 chilled dog, very well behaved. So well behaved. I think it's um I think his you know relaxed air is is going to just bring a a lovely vibe to the episode. And um, we'll get a picture somewhere, maybe on our social media or something when we release this episode we'll pop a little picture of Bob um, maybe we'll get him a little bandana he can be our little mascot for the for the podcast maybe maybe every week maybe every week maybe every week not that we do these every week but, no you know. we, we say we talk as if we do and we, <laughs> we don't but maybe one day yeah. we'll be able to do it every week that's the goal um, but at the moment it's every few weeks but we'll get there um, so this is the fifth episode now which is feels like a lot it's Crazy. not but five is um, actually my lucky number is it it is so, so this will uh, be the best one yet Anyone trying to hack in to any of my passwords, there's normally a five <laughs> in there or at the end, 25 also. So there you go. There's my two favourite okay. numbers. Okay. Cool. That's good to know. So this should be a good show. I think it, it will be. be a good show. I think it will be. We're talking tech today, technology and dogs. Um, we've got some things lined up, but first of all, we've got to do our normal, what's been happening at BB. Harry, what's been happening for you lately? Give us a little bit of a fill in and catch up. Well, for for me, it's been it's been a very busy period since the last time we were in here. Mm. Uh, summertime is a is a great time for us. We uh, get into the county shows, which is always great. So we're at the Devon County Show, uh, nice. which was whereabouts in Devon? I wasn't actually there. <laughs> um, I had a lovely team down there. Um, my team leader Dan was leading it down there. And they had a nice Airbnb mm. apparently next to a. A little country pub a oh, minute down the nice. road, That's what you want, isn't and uh, I believe they had a lock-in. So there you go. Perfect. I mean, fantastic times for them. Mm-hmm. But no, I think they all had a great time, and uh, yeah, we've been very busy doing lots of other things, and uh, actually managed to do a uh, a team social. So there were sixteen of us wow. that headed down to Limehouse to the canals and put some wetsuits well they weren't quite wetsuits they are more waders waders yeah yeah waders and a, and a life jacket popped us into a canoe and uh, just sent us off no no lead <laughs> they, they, they put us in they said just just don't take that first left and and did a little map on the board but but, but yeah there was, wow. it was quite surprising normally there's like a, a leader there that, yeah but yeah we were just free to kind of roam around so yeah nice little Monday afternoon joint down there jaunt rather than a joint I'd say a, a jaunt uh, <laughs> down the canals to Hackney Wick 
So, oh, all the way to Hackney Wick. That's great. Yeah, shoulders were hurting on Tuesday I'm morning. Sure there, was were. A, there was it was about four miles of, of canoeing. Uh, we were actually in a lock at the last bit, Ooh. so we were all in there as we were all kind of floating up. And uh, oh, I of, love it. I love kayaking. It was like a hundred meters to the to the pub. So the oh, race was on. <laughs> last one to the pub. Had to buy the first round. So who was it? It was Malcolm. Malcolm. Of course it was Malcolm. It was it's always Malcolm. Malcolm. I sent him the wrong way. He was in the lead and I told him to go left and uh, it was actually straight. So. Smart. Sorry, Malcolm. He's not sorry, Malcolm. I'm not sorry. I, <laughs> I won. <laughs> but yeah, apart from, you know, just kayaking, lots of lots of work with dogs, mm. as always. Mm-hmm. Same here, really. Right, yeah. Customer, customer love. Oh, It's man. a very, very busy desk. It's busy. It's a busy desk. It's busy. That's, all <laughs> <laughs> That's where I'm at today. It's busy. It's been... Probably one of the busiest weeks I think we've ever had, maybe aside from Christmas. It probably feels busier than it actually has been. It's just been one of those weeks. Um, I'm also ramping up to go on holiday soon, so it's one of those tying up loose ends and making sure everything's done before I go sort of thing. So I think I've put you know a bit of extra pressure on myself there. But um, best, no, it's been good. What's your best customer interaction this week? Ooh, oh, okay, so easy. There's this lovely, lovely lady called Helen, and she's got two dogs called Bella and Fudge. And um, she's just our biggest fan. She's our biggest fan. So she, it got to the point where she had sent us such a lovely message. We sent her a bouquet of flowers just to say thank you for making our days. So she'd send a message and just for no reason at all just to be like, you know, I hope everybody's well and, and keeping okay. And, you know, I hope everyone's being good and taking care of themselves. And you just make us so happy. And if you're ever nearby, come in for a cup of tea. We'll be waiting for you. Just give us some notice. Um, the dogs just love you. Here's some pictures. You know, emojis, she's a fan of emojis. I don't know how old she is, but she'll finish off a little message with, you know, eight or nine love hearts. It's starting to really be a thing now. It's it's crept into the older generation. I'm starting Mm. to get emojis from my dad, from my mum. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, (laughs) it's it's, strange. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's quite strange in the last five years. Mm. Mm -hmm. But now every message we send, we feel like we need to have an emoji. I was actually listening to a podcast on this, emojis. The other week, ah, they've um, stolen our. They have. No, well, we're not going to talk. It's not about, all on emojis. No, it's not. That'd be weird. Um, <laughs> well, actually, two two things on this. One, we've just moved over to a new system where we send emails from, and at the moment, we can't use emojis on it, which is driving us mad because usually we'd put love hearts in there, dog emoji, thumbs up is my personal favorite, or the OK sign. And without those, we're struggling. Like I want to just put a love heart on there, a thumbs up, just to give a bit of context. I mean, that's what mm-hmm. um, emojis do so well. Is if you need context for sentiment you put a thumbs up on the end or something and we and we're we're still waiting for those to get implemented point being that emojis are such a a useful language Mm. and i think that's the question is 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 this becoming a new language that we're we're using and yeah the podcast it's um stuff you should know and they they did one recently about emojis and how it's they're affecting everything and yeah fascinating so give it a listen yeah. well apparently I used to come over very cold on my messages yeah so co- easy to I was to. a cold messenger it's a full stop I was, I was, a few it's a full stop told without this. an emoji it's but, um, you know, a little okay sign that's it everything's okay that's you know, it. all of a sudden I'm quite a fun loving guy over text <laughs> you know it's, it's really changed my it, life no it does it does make such a huge difference we're, we're finding that it's finding now more creative ways of trying to you know be warm because we're very warm when we talk to customers and without the old thumbs up it's um it's a bit weird so if you've sure. noticed that we've um, that we've not doing it, customers, then it, they're coming back. Don't worry about it. Sorry. What what's, you your, what's your most used emoji? So it is the thumbs up for me. It really is. I did move into OK for a little while, and now I've moved back to thumbs up. I think that's always going to be my my fave. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah. I think you should one. venture into. They keep growing, actually. The emoji list. They do. The more you, you know. I think well, this is another. Yeah, they're they're not owned by anyone. Emojis. Oh, really? It's one big. It's not a company. It's a collective who own these emojis, and that's why it goes through a, a board almost every year. So people submit their wants and needs in emojis, and they get dis, You know, it gets decided, and then it goes out to Apple. It goes out to Google, and then the different. You know, the Android, and they get developed, but only an approved. A uh, few, and yeah, nobody owns them, so nobody gets money for them. If that makes mm. sense, it's one of those few things that's still in the sort of the public domain. Yeah, they don't have a rubbish bin. That is one thing they don't have. Oh, was, <laughs> okay, uh, that's good. there you go. There's, yeah. there's one that I was searching for the other day. Um, so you know, we'll write to them and there? let them know. They might come on the next one. Yeah, how do you do that? They've got I mean, really strange ones that you think. When yeah, I know. Some of them you're like, needed. come on. Like, I don't need that in my life. Well, it was a bin. You know, bins bin. used pretty much every day. Mm. It feels like that's uh, <laughs> there's a, there's a place for it. Over, you know, I don't know. It's some just weird. There's some stuff very specific, yeah, foods and things. You think, mm. but there's a dog and there's a box, which is all we need here at Buttonut yeah. Box. So we use those two a dogs. Lot. There are two different dogs, actually. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Mm. But speaking of emojis and technology I suppose it does actually lead us quite nicely we did that almost accidentally oh, I'm quite impressed did, with us but when I went into emojis I thought this could be a, yeah. you know there's a link there I saw so a gleam in your eye and was. I was like we've got it we've got the link nailed it, nailed it. without even knowing <laughs> I know episode 5 and we're getting there guys it's yeah. not taking too long so we wanted to talk about today dog tech which has taken many forms and it's something that we're interacting with a little bit more um, here at Butternut Box and sort of how we can make our offering better to customers in the sense of maybe in the future adding a little shop onto the website and what could be pop on there and you know maybe giving people things in their box and we, we're, we're ex- examining these products out on the market at the moment and, and interacting with a few I've just done a bit of research you've done a bit of research you've got a little list we're just going to chat about a few options that are out there and what we think of them and how how they're affecting our lives and what it means for Mm. Quite a lot. There's quite a lot, isn't there? I think. So I think much. everyone's Facebook feed. There's a few. It's a bit saturated. I feel. I think it's going to out there. Come back down again, but the kind of video call to the dog. Oh. That's you're not not feeling it. I, I, don't, I don't know. I just mm. don't. I don't see the value in it for the dog. Mm-hmm. I see a lot more value in the owner. Kind of. It's strange because I read. I think it was <clears throat> in the Independent. And there was an article. And it was talking about that in the context of separation anxiety. And we've got a blog on that, actually, that our vet Kira wrote. She didn't mention that, and I didn't, I'd never thought of it, but I guess it makes sense, because if the dog needs that reassurance that you're there, whether you're physically there or not, if it can hear your voice and maybe see your face and you can give it a treat, if it's not freaking out, you know, then it could be a way of, of dealing with that. So rewarding behaviour if the dog's quite relaxed or, or feeling okay and you can, you know, pop onto this camera thing and, and reward it. That that could be quite um, a powerful tool. But yeah, it's I, a bit alien, isn't it? I think yeah. I can't quite wrap my head around it. Yeah, maybe maybe with the separation anxiety. I don't know. That, that could be something that works. Everything like this that's kind of new, you always think it's a little bit crazy when, mm. it, when it first comes on the scene and all of a sudden it's kind of common play two years later and... Uh, Hey, maybe we're we're that's the way it's going to go. Yeah, it's one. Of, I mean, I can just <laughs> can imagine somebody sitting, you know, not in a dog office like we've got in a normal office because you know how I, I talk to dogs like they're not even like they're babies, just beyond this most stupid voices and words come out of my mouth. So somebody sitting in their office or on a train or you know out in public going, oh hey, how are you doing? How are you doing? Hi, doggy. Yeah, like just yeah, that's I, just why nah. does why does everyone talk to dogs like that? I don't. Well, you saw me do it a minute ago. Are they all there being just, like, don't patronise yeah, me. Yeah, what are you talking what? about? <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't treat me like this. I'm a dog. Just, I'm, I'm 15 years old. Yeah. 
talk yeah, to me like I don't need this. Maybe they are. I don't know. No, it's. Uh, or maybe we all just want to talk to each other like that. I love it. We we we, we are we're not socially allowed. <laughs> but when there's true. a dog there, we we get a dog like this to everybody. It's <laughs> I so don't true. know. It's these strange. It's just it's yeah. I you know you I don't think you think that maybe babies and dogs have the same effect, but I think dogs it goes even more extreme. For me especially, I just talk. I'm quite sort of low energy and quite sincere. And then a dog comes on the scene and I'm talking gibberish at it. Yeah. But it's nice. So being able to, if you need that, if, you know, people miss their dogs during the day when they're at work and to be able to just have your smart, I mean, we're just with our smartphones 24-7. So to be able to just, you know, get an app up and, and see a dog and give it a treat through this little, that's what you can do is pre-load the device on your wall with a treat but they've said don't put it at the dog's eye level (laughs) because they can come out with quite a lot of force apparently so you can imagine this treat sort of flinging out of the dog's face which is not (laughs) not something that you'd want but it's a good tip on their side um but yeah you can give them treats and i guess if but if your dog is maybe destructive and tears the house up if you're not there keeping an eye on it i mean i think you know if it if it floats your boat, yeah, you know, get yeah. a get a get a get, get the app, get, yeah. you know, find the treats, but just don't overdo it with the treats no. because always important. You know, there's a it's, uh, you know, it's like skittles. You can't just keep giving out treats no. to to make behaviour, and it goes a little bit back to uh, our third episode. True, where you can start with that, but it's certainly not something that yeah, uh, you don't need to pay the dog for every single time it, it mm-hmm. offers the behaviour. And sometimes if it's like automated, it just feels a little bit. The, do- the dogs will learn that that's automated mm-hmm. and they'll literally be there two minutes before. Just or like, just staring at the camera all day. Exactly. Just you can just imagine <laughs> this poor dog just like looking at this thing all day, just kind of... Oh, Is it going to happen yet? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. We'll I'd, see. I can't think of... Oh, I don't have a dog, but if I had a dog, I'd like to try it and see... Because I think you can get them relatively cheaply now, and especially as they maybe in six months' time when there's more of them. Mm. Okay, I, nobody ever emails us is what we're going to say right now. Please, can someone send us an email? Anyone with anything in it? Some emojis, maybe. Lauren is Lauren needs an email. I She's check going the inbox holi- every day. <laughs> when Lauren comes back off holiday, we need one of you to have emailed yeah. in uh, to say just podcast at button up box. I don't actually think you need to write anything in there. No, it just needs to pop into that inbox, yeah. and you're going to do a lot of good. What I'd love to know is if anybody's got one of these things, or if anybody think they'd be a, a valuable thing to have. That would be what I'd like to know. You know, in absence of that, just just send anything. Feels like you're shortening your crowd there, Lauren. <laughs> I feels like you're really cutting. I'm your so crowd. needy. <laughs> I would say any emails if that's in there, great. If not, just you know, a yeah. well done, a thumbs up emoji, a thumbs up emoji, a thumbs up emoji. Please. I think that's the one. Um, so I think the dog camera is the the main thing that came to my mind when we were thinking about tennis. Well, you showed me the tennis ball launcher. Mm, that's so good. Which I actually thought was was great. Yeah. So you have this kind of. It's like, a little, it's like a game where you put the tennis ball in and yeah. then it shoots it out. So the dog can keep getting the ball, putting it back in, and it shoots out and it can play fetch with the dog. Mm-hmm. The worry is, or my concern is, you know, how long will that go on for? <laughs> so because, so you know, true. normally the dog will, you know, 999 times out of 1,000, the dog will give up before we give up. But against something automatic, mm. it's, uh, mm. yeah. that. If you've got a dog who's ball-obsessed, which is a thing, mm. um, yeah, you'd be concerned they do it to the point of exhaustion. If you left them to it, yeah, to the point of exhaustion. It's like my um, old dog with food. I think my old dog, Billy, would have eaten food, being sick, eaten that food, and just just continued that cycle <laughs> if there was so much food. That's just what Lovely. she would have done. Yeah. You know? And, 
Well, she did do that. She, whenever she found her way into the bin, she'd just that, lick that everything and then just be completely ill. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just... Do they have that turn-off point or will no, they do it until... I don't think so. ...it gets... Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well... I the didn't quite have the, yeah, No, the last uh, word didn't come out. It didn't out, come did it? out, did That's it? okay. That's it all right. It didn't come out. That's, That's fine. all right. Don't uh, worry we'll about leave it. that open to everyone's uh, imagination. Anyway, <laughs> moving on quite quickly. No, I like the ball. I will just say the ball launcher, I think, has a place. Okay. Especially if, you, if your dog's trainable in the sense that you can teach it to put the ball back in the thing itself otherwise it's a waste of time because then you have to go and put the ball back in the thing for it to launch and then you may as well be throwing the ball in the first place it's like one of them annoying putting things yeah there's a scene yes. where, you, where you putt it and then it pings it back yeah that's great until you miss your putt yeah and then you're gonna get the ball <laughs> yeah. and more times out of not you have to go but i suppose it, it does incentivize you to, to make be the better putt. it's true so hey there you go mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um in terms of other games and stuff there's a similar thing to the ball uh, but it's a laser thing. Didn't explain that very well. So, you know, la- the cats. It's a, it's a laser, laser thing. thing. Um, and moving on. Yeah. <laughs> laser thing for dogs. Buy it. Now, you know, cats, I think cats, you see it a lot on the internet, just chasing dots. Mm-hmm. Like, they love that. I think dogs enjoy it too. It's just a chase the thing sort of game. And it's just an, an automatic laser where it points it on the floor or on the wall and it just dot, you know darts it around. The dog's catching it. And that's a, a thing that you can set it up to do. Again, would it do it to the point that it's exhausted, I don't know. Probably not as fun as the ball, but if your dog's not into balls, then might be an alternative. Um, They'll feel a little bit lazy, to be honest. I'm just thinking about it now. But then you could have a laser pointer and just sit on the sofa and just be yeah, well, waving it. Yeah, you could just it. get up and play with your dog. You it's know? true, this is the thing. You know, this think... is the thing. It's um, it's time. It's time. And this is all of these time-saving features. And basically, you wouldn't have to be at home. If you had you know, some other things we're going to go over as well, if you were kitted out, you could essentially be absent and... You I'm know. not sure being absent is a good thing. No, that's the thing I'm saying. That's, uh, that's, oh, that's, that's right. The, sorry, that was my point, is that you could uh, be absent, but I don't know what that means. Might lose your connection with your dog. Yeah. Or they yeah. might not come a, to associate you with pleasure, mm. which is not, you know, you. it's that whole thing, it's that bond. And um, exactly. I think it's there's lots of, you know, automation is something that is replacing the need for us to do something. Mm. And, yeah, there's convenience sometimes, and there's, you know, people have to work and people have to commute and you know a lot of our day is taken up with not doing things we want to do potentially um but, but I think playing with your dog is, 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 is that if, should, if that's yeah. a if that's a chore then that's worrying yeah yeah that's the only thing that does trouble me maybe with with a couple of these things i can see the place for them every now and again but i think if you kitted your life out day to day with these devices then i'm not sure what that would what that would imply but there are really useful things like I see them in the park all the time. You probably see them as well, especially in the winter. The light up LED dog collars. Did never you see? Never, never seen. seen no, really? They're around loads at the moment. I've seen them. Um, well, they're like a like a Christmas <laughs> yeah, the, collar yeah. kind of thing. But they're just um, so you can see if it's dark, especially in the winter at four pm. Mm. You can go out with your dog and you can see them. So if they're running off the lead, it's not like a reflective thing. It's actually LED, so it's you know blue or red, and it lights up. And if the dog's wandering off, you can um, at least keep an eye on them, which I think is a fantastic idea. Um, I think they've been out for a couple of years now, but they're definitely getting more widespread. So yeah, keep an eye out when you're inherently they seem like a great idea. They're really good idea. I, there's no no downside to that as far as I can see, especially if your dog is uh, black or brown. Probably okay. part of the <laughs> okay, Lauren. Yeah, okay. then um, blue dogs. You don't really need them for the blue dogs. True. No, uh, they're fluorescent. You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was I thought that was great. I think that's a good one. Same with tracking devices, especially if you maybe live in the countryside. Actually, if you live anywhere, so GPS 
thingy what's it that goes on your it's dogs? always a worrying thing when the yeah. sun's going down and the dog has not come back for mm-hmm. for a long time yep again it's a smart smartphone link up so you can see the gps coordinates but of your do dog do you have signal in the woods there we go so that's the question does it work I don't know. If you're in an area with good signal, yes. But, uh, you know, I've got a... We actually have a team up in Norwich, and they have no signal where they're working. Oh, man. So, uh, yeah, that's been my morning, mainly, mm. firefighting that. Oh, so, yeah, lovely. if you've got a good signal area, it's a, it's, a, it's a great one to have. And then something that we were trialling with a company was a kind of a Fitbit mm. kind of thing for dogs. So it tracks their activity... I think that's all it does, does it? Actually, well, it's, it does more. The idea is for it to do, it's very early stages of development, a lot mm-hmm. of these devices, but the ideal, I think, at some point is going to be for it to track, or you input initially its age, its breed, its, its weight, what it eats, mm-hmm. um, and it can calculate how much it needs to eat, so you can, depending on its activity, so if, if you're really into making sure your dog's getting exactly what it needs, it can tell you day-to-day uh, mm. what the dog's requirements, and I think it also track it's also GPS as far as I'm aware. There's different ones. Essentially, activity is what it is, what it tracks, which is if you're into, you know, people are into analysing their own daily life. So if you want to transfer that to your dog, I think. It's daily cool. step counter. It's I true. think that's a big win for, for humans. That's it's also understanding what your dog 10, needs. 10,000 mark. That's the, people I mean, love it. Every dog is going to have a different number of steps that it needs to... Um, Can compare steps with fellow dog walkers. Mm-hmm. But a chihuahua is going to need a different level of exercise, a different type of exercise to a, a greyhound, for example. So I think it's meant to give you a more accurate idea than you sort of just guessing, oh, I'll take it out three times. It's like, okay, well, how many miles? How is it getting time off lead? Is it getting time on lead? I think it's meant to give you a bit more of an idea of what your dog needs to, to keep fit. Yeah, It's a great idea. I think it's definitely helpful, for sure. Mm. Um, well, I didn't know what the results were. Was it, was, it, was, it, was it good? Was it bad? Would you rate it? Would you hate uh, it? I think it's one of those things. I think it very much depends on the person. If there's somebody who wants to use tech, a lot and analyze things like the you know the stuff they get up to if they've got a Fitbit if they've got stuff linked up to their smartphone if they've got you know Alexa in their house and things like that they're going to be more like yeah brilliant that's just another thing for me to look at and get into um, whereas people if they have no real interest in those sort of things then it's not going to be for them so I think it depends what you'd gain from the insight because mm. if you get an insight and you're not going to do anything with it there's probably no point um, Are you an Alexa fan? I think it's weird I think it's weird when I go around to people's houses and they start kind of chatting. I to think Alexa. we're a little bit old. I think we're maybe two or three years. I mean, you're slightly older than me, but two or three years past that point, I just don't get it. And actually, people just use it for timers and music. Yeah. I mean, I've never. I don't know what else you'd use it for. No, I don't know either. So reminders. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. Mm-mm. I'm not a big fan. Mm-mm. It's creepy. It's creepy. I think it is. I think it's it creepy. Is creepy. Claire, can you nod for us if you think it's creepy? Yeah, yeah. Claire also uh, thinks it's yeah. Bob. What do you think? One hundred percent creep in in the pod. Yeah. So if yeah. you've got an Alexa, people think it's creepy. Yeah. Email <laughs> us if you think Alexa's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast at buttonutbox.com. Let's talk about food quickly, because. This I thought was really good. We cook dog food, in case anybody didn't know. So there's a really cool thing, and I didn't know this existed, and it makes so much sense. There's a feeder, which is automatic, which they exist already. So if you've got a dog who's obsessed with food, or maybe they have very prescribed meal times and you're not there, you can set it to a time, it opens up, and it feeds your dog, which wouldn't work with our fresh food, but it works for dry food. If you've got lots of dogs or animals and one's on a prescription diet, 
there's this feeder where it interacts with their microchip if they're microchipped and it will only open if that specific dog goes up to the feeder. Mind blown. I think that's amazing. So you can't have other dogs or other animals stealing this prescription diet for the specific dog and it just means that you've got that sort of covered if you've got any um, you know, crossover with animals and feeding times and, and different diets. So clever. That's clever. That's when tech makes sense to me. I think that was amazing. That blew my mind. Great. Uh, Thanks for your contribution, Harry. Great. That's, that's great. That's great. You, you're into that. I agree. I, I, I enjoyed like, your energy. I don't think I have to add anything to that. No, I think okay, you've, you've nailed it. Um, if it works, then great. Yeah. I think time to feed is good as well, There's, especially for overweight dogs and well, cats. for cats, so no. Yeah. Because otherwise they'll just my friend has one. I, he had his first cat. And uh, yeah, he had to, had to keep going home to feed the cat. Mm. And uh, I think the the automatic cat feeder was a real smart, real revolution for for his relationship with his cat. I saw a picture on the internet of one with a really overweight cat who they got a timed feeder for, and it would just sleep next to the feeder because it was just waiting for the next opportunity for it to open. Well, this like, is what we said yeah, before. You know, how... will they just you know become so, you know is that then? Uh, yeah, that's their, their thing. Their thing. Mm-hmm, you know, they mm-hmm. get too attached. Another good one. Very quickly, this was another thing I was really into. Water fountain in your garden that turns on when your dog goes up to it so it can have a drink and it turns off when it walks away. So it knows, especially if it's an outdoor sort of dog, if it wants a drink, it goes up to this thing, has a drink. Amazing, it stays hydrated because otherwise you're always reliant on that, having water there, which if you're not there a lot of the day, then you know, it gets difficult. pretty rank. Yep. Sometimes you walk outside and you're like, hey, oh, God, you've not been drinking drink from that. that, have you? Yeah. Ooh, that's, it's quite dangerous as well. Green, Infections and stuff. Like, that yeah. is, yeah, yeah. So this was a, I thought that was a really cool yeah. idea. So, Mum, if you're listening, you need to change that more often. I've, <laughs> I've seen you get quite laps on that, and uh, it's not good for the dog. See, if she had Alexa, she could um, say, Alexa, remind me to refill dog's water bowl. Yeah, but that would also be creepy. It's creepy. No, we so don't want it. It doesn't. The no. way up between the creepiness and the Actually, reminder. Actually, the solution is the dog water fountain. Yep, in the garden. There we go. What, 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 what is the kind of style of it? Is it quite a it's Victorian quite cool. style? It's quite cool. It looks is a bit like, like a, a, water, a tall water hydrant thing. A what? <laughs> What's it called? <laughs> a tall no. water hydrant thing. Tap. It looks like a big tap with a spout. Is and it a big tap? Essentially, it, yeah, it's a big tap. <laughs> um, cool. We'll post a picture um, of what it looks like. If you email us <laughs> at podcast at we, 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 we will send you a photo <laughs> we'll put it up we're going to do some links to, to stuff and uh, maybe we'll write a blog post on it actually I'll do that um, and then link it and then people can see stuff and buy them a lot of the stuff's in the US but I'm sure there must be UK versions of it because mm-hmm. they're a bit more ahead of us in the pet pet care space but we'll get there I think we will so we've talked about tech we've talked about dogs and now we're going to combine both of those things in one person which is super exciting so this guy, I'm a big fan. He's from Ireland, as most of our team are. He's on our development team. He's one of the biggest dog fans I think I know. So Hannah was a big dog fan, but Tomas, I think, actually might. I think that's, uh, whoa, that's... I know. I don't know who's the bigger fan. I'd say they would sure. They would have a bit of a scrap. I think they might. And Tomas is extremely tall. He's so tall. He's, he makes me feel very short. Mm-hmm. He think he makes everyone feel short. Yeah. But he's um, the sweetest guy anyone mm. will ever meet. Um, so I, I'm thrilled to have him on the podcast. So let's say hello to Tomas. Starting off, we, we're going to welcome our man, Tomas. 
if I've got it correct. That's it. I've been practicing. <laughs> I said to Harry, like, can you just say Tomas's name for me just a few times? And he was, <laughs> sure, we've gone through many iterations of how to pronounce your name because there's a little um, accent on the A. On the A, yeah. And that means it's pronounced Tomas. Yeah. I go Mr. Barry. Mr. That's, Barry's good enough. Yeah. Mr. You Barry's a real one. win for me. Yeah. That's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, there's a lot of there's a lot of different versions of Tomas in the room, but you know, you just kind of. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. Yeah. You have to listen out for a few different things. Is that me? Did they yeah. say my name? No, honestly, it's a genuine pleasure to have you on. Like yeah, you were uh, top of my top of my list. I'm thinking, who do I want on the podcast early on? And I was like, Tomas is just going to be fab. I want to hear all that he has to say, and I know that our listeners will be feeling the same. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Should be fun. That's brilliant. Um, so explain for everyone a little bit about what you do. We've given a very brief idea, but one, how did you get here? Two, what does your day-to-day look like? What, what are you up to? Okay, I guess I'll start with how I got here. Niall, our head of tech, he joined in early June of 2017, and uh, fortunately I went to college with him, and uh, we were in the same classes and knew each other throughout college, and uh, I was on holidays during just after graduation. I uh, got a text from him saying, hey, I just started this dog food company. I'll tell you about it when you get back. So I got back and it turned out they were looking for another developer. And um, Niall just said to me, do you want to come meet the guys, have a chat and see if it's something you'd be interested in? And um, within a few weeks, early, early July, I started. Uh, I was on board and yeah, here I am. You're a big dog fan. Yeah. Did it ever kind of cross your mind? I wasn't even aware that there were uh, companies <laughs> like Butter in a Box. Um, I was just used to buying the wet dog food that we have for my what that we had for my dog back home. Uh, just going to the local Tesco and picking it up there, and I thought that was the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, then once I started kind of looking into the brand and the uh, the product that they were offering and the actual benefits, and kind of just reading the stories and the reviews, I was like, well, actually, yeah, this is it's pretty cool. There is a need for it, um, and it's something that has some interesting challenges, which is something that if you do computer science or software, something you're always looking for, a challenge to solve. So um, yeah, I saw that, thought about it, and I was like, yeah, this, this, this could be interesting. So I see how it goes. Amazing. It's been good, yeah. I mean, you're, I know, I can see, because like, what, you, what, it's a bit of a hobby on the customer love team to watch you whenever there's a dog in the room, because it's so... <laughs> it's not dog watching, it's, it's Tomas dog, dog watching. <laughs> it's um, such a joy, because you, we've said, we've said this already, you're very tall, you're a big lad. Yeah. And seeing a giant man holding a tiny dog is, there's something about it that, I don't know if it's a female thing, <laughs> like men with babies, there's something about it, I don't know, maybe just me. There's something super endearing about it and it's just very sweet and you're so gentle and just the grin that appears on your face if you're interacting with the dog is just amazing and like that, for me, encapsulates BB and how we all feel but it, you can just see it in, in you when you, you know, when there's dogs in the office and yeah. I know you're big fans of, of Willow and, and Audrey and yeah. Margot and all the gang. Yeah, um, yeah. I guess like Audrey was the first great day I'd ever seen and just absolutely mesmerised by it because yeah. used to seeing dogs, you know, below my knee yeah. and then this she's one your, She's like, your size. <laughs> well, this one could tackle me if it wanted. Um, yeah, that was pretty interesting but like, yeah, it's nice having the dogs in the office and sometimes when you're kind of working in office all day and you're focusing on something and you have a problem that you're facing, it can be kind of like a bit stressful, right? So it's nice having the dogs there. You can go just walk over, pick up, say, Margo, for example, just pick, <laughs> pick her up and just pet her. And, like, the dogs love the attention. Yeah. Like, they just don't care. They just love the attention. And uh, it's just nice having that kind of outlet and just being able to walk around and just 
play with the dogs a bit and then you'd come back to your desk a bit refreshed. Yeah, well, that's what we'd have in the other office when the dog bed was next to customer love. <laughs> the only days we'd sort of see the tech team much was when there'd be a dog. Occasionally you'd walk up and have a cuddle, then Niall yeah. would come up and have a cuddle several times a day and it was nice because you could just tell you needed a break. Yeah. And it was just a two-minute walk up, pet the dog, have a sit and, and then go back. And you say it is just, um, they just reinvigorate you and yeah. it just, they make you smile and it's such a huge, you know, a huge benefit for us and we're, you know, we're so lucky. And we feed Lucy, don't we? Your dog yeah, at home. Yeah, send back probably about a box a month. Yeah, the 28-day mm-hmm. box. Just actually getting one today. Oh, exactly. Um, yeah, so she loves the food. Mm. Yeah, she's an old dog and kind of... I knew she, she, she'd eat almost anything, but when I actually brought the first few pouches home and just put it out in her plate, she used to just kind of go up, eat part of a meal, go back to bed, then kind of come out later on and eat the rest of it. But absolutely destroyed what was in the bowl <laughs> and then was like licking the bowl and moving it across the kitchen and oh. just I was actually pretty shocked at it like you, you read the reviews and you see the customer feedback that's one thing but then actually seeing a dog going for it mm. and loving it is yeah it's something else that's really nice that's and have amazing. you always had dogs in your life is, um, that, is that something you've grown up with or is that when was your first yeah. dog um, so Lucy is the only dog we've had back home um, she's a little Jack Russell Terrier uh, got her when she was about two so yeah, about 10 11 years ago we, we don't know her exact age because she was a rescue um, but yeah I haven't had them all throughout my life just when I was kind of in secondary school we got Lucy and or, yeah and was it you that was pushing to get the dog? Was there siblings in there? Was it? Yeah, I think it was a bit of everyone wanted the dog because mm-hmm. you know, like you do, when you're that age, who doesn't want a dog around the house? You, you don't think about you know having to walk the dog or having to clean up after to bring it to the vet. That's a problem for your parents. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was just everyone kind of wanted the dog, and having a smaller dog like a Jack Russell Terrier kind of helps a lot as well. Mm-hmm. If, if you're kind of unsure about one because you don't want to get a great Dane and then yeah. have to look after that if you're just not equipped for it, you know, mm-hmm. like small dogs are generally easier to keep yeah 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 yeah. and expense as well like it's food like we see you know if you have a gigantic dog it's going to cost you a lot more to feed them than if you've got a small dog so i think it's just you know all round smaller dog if you're yeah. you know yeah but me if you're a big dog person you're a big dog person yeah. but they're a, they're an, an undertaking yeah. let's just say yeah. so no she's sweet i've seen i've only seen pictures but yeah. she's adorable yeah, yeah. look forward to seeing her that's yeah. right bless it must yeah. be it must be really nice to go home and see her because yeah, she, she must get so mad. excited like, to see you yeah just recognise you straight away and just starts running around the place Aww. up and down the kitchen and just yeah <laughs> it's just a lot of fun that's really mm. nice because yeah. you I mean yeah that's the thing if you're living away you know she lives with the parents and you live you know in London they're in Ireland so you must miss her and that again must be nice to have dogs in the office because at least you've got that contact with dogs I yeah mean, yeah it's that's been huge for me at, at BB because we lost our dog um, about a year and a half ago now maybe just a year just over a year ago and I hadn't really had much contact with dogs since. And it was just, I just felt it. it you know, it was really mm. sad and not getting to hug a dog. And now I get to see dogs nearly every day. And it just yeah. just makes me so much happier because I've just been used to that contact. Um, so, yeah, I think for everyone who's either lost dogs or is missing their dog, I think it, yeah, yeah. it's a, it's yeah. a lovely thing. There must be a, a fantastic graph of kind of time and age of kids uh, between kind of 10 and 12 yeah. and do- buying a dog. You know, that must be just yeah. an absolute spike at yeah. that point. They just bring happiness. I think whether, you know, children mm. especially, it's that they don't think long term. They don't think, oh, you know, maybe 10, 15 years time, this thing could still be around. It's um, I want it now and I want to play with it and I want yeah. to hug it and I'll do all the walking and I'll do all I'll look after it. And yeah. it's, you know, 
I think if you're a parent, it's very hard to give in to your kids if they really I want to. I know do. you're not going to do that. <laughs> I know yeah, I'm I going will. to be walking. Yeah, but I know you won't do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, what does your, yeah, what does your day-to-day look like at, at BB? Yeah, um, so at Butter in a Box, uh, one of the three developers, what we do on a day-to-day basis is maintain the running of the website and maintain the actual like systems in place to get boxes out to customers and make sure the boxes are correct and what's going in them. We're also building out new features all the time, experimenting with existing features, really just anything to do with the site. If you've been on the site, then one of us is, all of us really have... Um, change it and have like Im- have contributed to your experience uh, when you get to the site um, so yeah day to day we just do that different things come up if a bug comes up we got to fix that but uh, a lot of feature building at the moment yeah mm. yeah you got I mean I think we're all busy that's what I think that's yeah. mostly what Harry and I have been saying today is that we're busy um, and I know that you guys as well got a lot on your plates yeah because it's, it's not just like the dog food that you're getting we want kind of build the features that you're getting out more right so you can have your customer dashboard you can talk to customer love you can change your orders you can change your delivery days that sort of thing so building out those sort of features to kind of give that value add is Mm -hmm. a big part of what we do day to day yeah and um i think something that we're all teams are working towards at the moment is providing that ability for customers to sort of serve themselves in a way but Mm -hmm. still feeling like they're interacting with the company so you know for us we're always here to help if people need you know, to, to make any changes and things like that, but also we want them easily to be able to log into the website and to make changes themselves because sometimes you want to just quickly, you know, just log in, sort yourself out, and off you go. And sometimes, yeah, you do want to talk to a human, but you shouldn't have to to get yeah. done what you want. So yeah. that's, I mean, the work that you do is so valuable for us to make that as easy as, as, and pleasurable yeah. for people as possible. Because your box is supposed to be for you and your dog, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's not kind of a one-size-fits-all thing. You know, it is supposed to be customised and just letting people customise it to to how they need to get it. So based on delivery days or what the dog needs, like if they just want extra lamb or extra turkey, allowing that sort of thing is uh, very important. Mm, that's something huge that, I mean, I'm still reeling that you guys deployed was something that's live now is people having multiple delivery day options, which is just huge for us. Before, we were Sundays and Mondays, which is great. Yeah. And that was just the standard. And now we've got uh, Wednesdays and Thursdays as well. Yeah. So such a big thing on our side. Like, it was just made... It's just so nice to be able to offer people that now. It feels so much more flexible. It gives, yeah, much more sort of support. It feels like we're a much more... I don't know. We're just able to, to give more options. And I think um, from, like, a customer's point of view, for them, all they see... <laughs> is two extra boxes that are available to them and and probably think, okay, they've added two, they've unticked them boxes, you know. But, you know, how, for you, obviously, there's so much work that goes into that. You know, can you talk about how actually, you know, something like a delivery day, just maybe some of the key things that actually have to be done in the back end? Yeah, so we spent quite a lot of time planning that feature and then actually putting it out there because you have to think of the wider implications of it right what so if you wanted to add a delivery day you have to figure out okay if we want to add say friday now when do we have to start preparing that food when do we have to start packing that food can we start preparing on that day can we start packing on that day when do we have to alert customers of certain things like when are we going to say the deliveries coming out or when are we going to follow up with them and just kind of the wider implications of that and then as well do customers actually want Friday as a delivery day? If nobody wants it, then 
maybe we should look at a different day. What if they went to Tuesday instead? Maybe we should look at that. Yeah, there's just a lot of planning that goes into these sort of things. Like you have to think of what value will it bring? What's going to be required? What are the impacts of what you're trying to bring out? And um, yeah, that's just kind of what we do. That's why we have meetings all the time trying to plan these things out. And you, you should have seen us when we actually launched the multiple <laughs> delivery days. I think the the three developers and our product guy, all four of us were just sat there refreshing the page, just trying to see a customer come in and pick the Wednesday or the Thursday, the ones that were just coming out. And then once someone actually did, everyone just let out a big cheer because, you know, what we'd actually put out, someone used it. Like Mm. someone actually got some value out of it. And that's just, that's kind of what you're looking for when you're putting out a feature. You don't want to just put out things that nobody's going to use. Mm. You want to actually see people using, you know, just refreshing the page there, hoping, <laughs> hoping for someone to come That's, through. Uh, yeah. I, I feel that pain, you know. Yeah. I've sat there when I have a sales team out there and yeah. you refresh. No one, still no one. <laughs> you, you know, you're like, they've been there for two hours. Yeah. Uh, no one's done anything, yeah. you know. When it comes through, it's like that big relief, like yeah. off your shoulders, and then you know, the, the it, it always happens. Yeah. You know, it's uh, but uh, yeah, until you're on the, on the scoreboard, there's always the nerves around it. It's that it's the unpredictability of of, of customers ultimately, mm. and it's the unpredictability of humans in the sense that you can test all you want, you can predict all you want, you can give yourself all the tools to to make what you're doing as successful as possible. But at the end of the day. You can't guess what people are going to decide they want on the day. You know, you've got people who are out and about getting spoken to by these lovely BAs and you think these people might not be in the mood today or people might not want that delivery day. And it's, um, yeah, it's, it's ultimately unpredictable. And I think being able to deploy something like a new feature and for it to be successful or to have a sales team out and make an amazing day of sales, I think it's it's a huge achievement because it just means that you're in tune with, with what's going we, on. We linked in on yeah. that Wednesday delivery day, for sure. Well, yeah, that, that's why we love like, <laughs> the, the feedback, not not just from customers, but from the BAs and yourself, Harry, because like you guys are actually talking to the clients straight, like face-to-face. Mm-hmm. We're not. You know, we, we're not really seen. We're kind of behind, behind the curtains on it. But if we get communication from you guys or directly from customers, hey, I want this, or hey, this is something that I have an issue with, then we can figure out what we're actually going to do mm-hmm. and what's actually needed. So it's it's great having that feedback loop that we can kind of plan and prioritize things. Mm. Um, how do you feel about playing uh, a couple of games with us? Let's do it. Customary games. Yeah. Which one? Harry, why don't you do your one first? Because I like that one best. Okay. There we go. So this is a game that we're resurrecting. Mm because uh, I've run out of games after creating two. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, I think it's more week, because no. of popular choice. I think there's been a little bit of good vibes about the games. No so, emails, but... Um, no, I, but, but I've been feeling the good vibes. You know, you don't always need an email it's to true. know that it's going well. Um, so being a Big Dog fan, I thought it would be quite interesting to test your dog knowledge. And... Uh, Sometimes in the pod, it gets a little bit more stressful. You're a very cool, calm, and collected character, Mr. Barry. But uh, you know, you're in you're in the the podcast now, and I'm you're going for it. I'm really going for the okay. podcast. All right. So it's um, A to Z, straight in there, and we need dog breeds. I will give a disclaimer. My knowledge on dog breeds is very poor. I like all dogs and I will appreciate all dogs equally but my actual knowledge on what type of breed they might be is basically non-existent but let's go for it 
I would say from a politician's perspective, that was fantastic stuff. That really was cutting edge. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm already thinking, you know, this is great. Anyway, so are you going to do the alphabet? I'm, I know you struggled last time. I think actually this is, you know, time for redemption. I'm going to have a good go. I think it's time for redemption. And I got carried away last time. I got a bit stressed out. Missed a few struggled le- a bit on the alphabet. Missed a few letters. Um, um, we'll be better this time. Fantastic. Right. So... Uh, I'm going to put a little timer on as well. Um, we're going to be pretty quick fire with this, mm. Mr. Barry. Um, and I would like you to start in three, two, one, go. A. Alsatian. B. Batterhound. C. Chihuahua. D. Dashhound. E. Oh, that's a tough one. Skip. F. Also a tough one. G. Greyhound. H. Husky. I. I don't know. <laughs> J. Jack Russell Terrier. K. I don't know. L. Skip that one. M. Miniature Schnauzer. N. Noodle. <laughs> o. Let's skip that one. P. Poodle. Q. Nice. I don't think there is one. R. Rottweiler. S. Schnauzer. T. Terrier. U. Skip that one. V. Skip that one. W. West Yorkshire Terrier. S. X. 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 Oh, I no. nearly got that. <laughs> She's failed at the last one. Oh. X. Let's skip that one. Y. Yorkshire Terrier. Z. I don't believe that. I don't think I don't think we should Google it. Either, yeah. That was really good. That was really good. A good few of them were variations of terriers. That's okay. Hannah had about 10 terriers in there. At least I didn't make up any. No. No. You did not. Is a noodle a thing? I don't. I'm not sure about that one. (laughs) (laughs) Noodle. That was fantastic. That felt like a dog's name. But, you know, we'll let you have that. I I think that was... I was really impressed. Thank you. Really Mm. impressed. Wow. And uh, nearly, Lauren. Very nearly. Don't. You, uh, you know, you, <laughs> next time, next time, I, you know, third times. It's hard. I'm I'm with you so much, and then I forget what I'm doing. Um, I think you might have even beaten Hannah. I think he's definitely beaten Hannah. We should count um, scores at some point. We'll do that later. Yeah, we'll count it back. I got a bit over excited with the scoring as well, and yeah. I think that's incorrect down there. But <laughs> I think you know, at least over half. Definitely over half. Three quarters. Yeah. We'll find out. That middle section that's on the yeah, that's a tough one, isn't enter, it? Yeah. M and, <laughs> M, M and O is hard. Yeah. Mm. We've got to find out about X and Z though. Yeah, not, otherwise we'll just sure. skip it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um amazing. Although I want one day someone to just whack one out that no one's ever <laughs> oh, heard of. That's the uh, thing. I mean, this is why it was good to spring this on Tomas. And we should always say we never know if we're going to play this again because I don't want anyone to prepare and cheat. But I think actually it's still hard. It's still yeah, hard. It's pressure. It's tough. It's pressure. <laughs> You're in the hot seat. You don't, know, you don't know what letter I'm going to throw at you. It could be anything. Yeah, actually, I think um, you've been doing it on purpose. <laughs> yeah, I think it's actually it's, uh, it's so true. Part of it. Um, well, thank you for playing. That was, I think, great stuff. Yeah, I think uh, I'd just like to say a big thanks to you, Mr. Barry, Tomas, um, for coming good. in today. That, I think I nailed that last one. But uh, yeah, no, it's been great to have you in. Thanks for taking taking the time out of your day and uh, yeah just a, a big thanks for being a great a great person I'm going to say just a great person mm. yeah it's, it's been so much fun this has been as much fun as I hoped it yeah, would be well so. if you want me back in the podcast it's no problem thanks Amazing. for having me on yeah I might uh, spend a little time with Bob and yeah, love it. go for He'll a walk it. or something perfect yeah. lovely stuff thanks guys nice one um, so yeah we've been recording this episode in the pod at White City Place 
If you want to get in touch with us for the fifth time, you can email us, please, at podcast at buttonupbox.com. Um, you can find us on Facebook at slash buttonupbox, um, on Instagram at, at buttonupbox. You can head to our website, which is uh, buttonupbox.com. And it's been a pleasure, as it always has. So uh, thanks so much, and we'll speak to you next time. See you next time.